Today on the Morning Edition, shocking and disturbing. Prosecutors played 12 videos and showed dozens of images they say show the last moments of a murder victim's life during the Brian Smith murder trial. What to expect in court today, plus. President Biden sends a warning to Israel. I'm Ian Lee with growing fears of the war escalating in Gaza. And later, Valentine's Day gifts can be fun, but they can also be a struggle. We've got to look at some of those perfect gifts for that special someone as the morning edition uh, starts right now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We all know that's your favorite holiday. Valentine's always got to bring Day. it up. It's not that I, I don't like it. I love love. I just hate that uh, Valentine's Day is very manipulative and shallow, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. Maybe created by, what, like Hallmark or something like that. Yeah, it's a Hallmark <laughs> holiday. That's all it is. It's still fun to celebrate. Well, waking up this morning, it is a warm one. As you step outside, we are seeing record-breaking temperatures across parts of South Central as those highs have already climbed, or our uh, temperatures this morning have already climbed into the lower 40s. We're currently sitting uh, at 42 degrees at the airport. Winds continue to remain uh, fairly breezy. Actually, we just dropped to 41 degrees, but notice those winds gusting up to about 26 miles per hour. Uh, those winds have been with us through the night. Some of those strongest winds continue uh, to be along the hillside as well as parts of Turnigan Arm where we could see those winds uh, continue to gust anywhere from about 70 to 80 miles per hour. Uh, elsewhere across the Anchorage Bowl, shouldn't see any significant uh, wind concerns, but we are still going to see some of those breezy conditions sticking around uh, as we head on through the remainder of the day. So that high wind warning for the Anchorage Hillside, uh, that has been extended until 9 p.m. Yesterday was set to expire uh, at noon today, but those winds will continue to remain uh, quite gusty as we head through the remainder of today. Out towards East Anchorage, Muldoon, down through parts of South Anchorage, uh, we'll see those winds 30 to 45 miles per hour, while West Anchorage uh, will likely see those winds uh, continue to gust 20 to 40 miles per hour. And uh, the good news is winds will gradually subside as we head through the remainder of the day. You can see Anchorage has already seen uh, those winds this morning up to 38 miles per hour. You can see Huffman up to 45 miles per hour. Uh, and then as you head out towards uh, areas from South Anchorage, east to South Anchorage, those winds have gust up to 60 miles per hour. And again, we're going to continue to hold on uh, to some of these windy conditions. And these winds, these southeasterly winds, Big driver and what's bringing in that record heat to parts of South Central. Uh, the record high for Anchorage is 42 degrees, and we've already hit that this morning. Uh, there is the potential we could see those temperatures today climb into the mid 40s. So far, winds have begun to subside for some areas. You can see about uh, anywhere from 25 to roughly 50 miles per hour, where Palmer is seeing those winds quite gusty uh, this morning. And it's those east southeasterly winds uh, that we continue to hold on to. And you can see through the remainder of the day, uh, really at least this morning into the mid-morning hours is where we're going to see some of our stronger gusts uh, as things begin to somewhat quiet down throughout the evening hours. I'll have more details on that as well as that warm forecast coming up. In this morning's top story, some changes could be on the way to your morning commute. An Anchorage assembly member wants to change the rules of the road. Specifically, assembly member Daniel Vollin's proposal would stop right on red turns at more than three dozen downtown intersections. He cites safety as the reason for the proposed change, but as Lexi Elverton reports, reaction from the community is mixed. As a driver, I always loved them, but as a pedestrian, I've been hit at least three times by cars turning right on red. As a driver, I I like being able to turn right on red. Um, you know, you've got to watch out for any of the, you know, pedestrians or bicyclists or 
you know, whatnot. A mix of opinions from people we spoke to about the possible changes to right turns on red in downtown Anchorage. If passed, the proposed changes would take effect in the central business traffic district, which encompasses about 46 stoplights and intersections in the downtown area. The district includes, quote, all that area bounded on the south by 9th Avenue, on the north by 3rd Avenue, on the west by L Street, and on the east by Gamble Street. I am not hearing about pedestrians being hurt at intersections. People like Anchorage resident Ardith Lester say the proposed change isn't needed, especially in all of downtown Anchorage. Boyd closing all of downtown. I don't think that's necessary. I don't think it's normally a problem. Lester says she has concerns for intersections connected to C Street. Still others like tourist Steve Weber say the new proposal would make it more safe for pedestrians. They're looking to the left and they get a clearing. They just take off and turn without looking in the crosswalk. Yeah. And I've been so, rolled over hoods twice, and the guy hit me with a F-350. I was hanging on his grill. Weber's biggest concern with the proposal, he says, is how the ordinance would be enforced. In the ordinance, Volan cites an increased number of traffic fatalities nationwide, as well as downtown Anchorage having a significant mix of motorized and foot traffic. With the proposed change, member Volan hopes it will make drivers more aware of what he calls vulnerable road users, such as pedestrians. Lex Yelverton, Alaska's news source. The proposed ordinance is on tonight's meeting agenda, but Vollen says it'll likely be postponed to March 19th. Public testimony will also be heard tonight on appropriating funds for improvements to the Denina Civic Center. The meeting starts tonight at 5 in the assembly chambers of the Lusak Library. Turning to Capitol coverage this morning, a lawmaker in Juneau took the floor to issue an apology regarding remarks she made, which some viewed as disparaging to Native women and the ongoing crisis of sexual assault plaguing that community. This all stems from a tribal affairs committee last Wednesday in Juneau. The comments were made after more than an hour of expert testimony on the wide disparity between indigenous people being assaulted compared to the general population. That's when Representative Sarah Vance remarked, quote, the crises facing indigenous communities leaves out white victims, end quote. Representative Maxine Dilbert of Fairbanks, who is Alaska Native, says she's appalled by the comment. I in no way want to dishonor the voice of the victims of sexual violence or the Alaskan Native voice who has been crying out for justice for so long. My reflection on the statement was that it was a step forward towards healing. I mean, us as legislators have the opportunity to change these numbers. And she has not come to me for an apology. My door is open if she wants to, pro you know, if she wants to come talk to me about this issue, my door is open. For more information and to find links to Representative Vance's full statement on the House floor and to last week's Tribal Affairs Committee meeting, check out alaskasnewsource.com. The last 35 minutes of a woman's life, that's how prosecutors described video played Monday afternoon in the murder trial of Brian Smith. The audio played in court was so graphic, we've decided not to air it. Brian Smith is accused of murdering Kathleen, Joe Henry, and Veronica Abouchuk more than five years ago. The jury watched and heard a series of videos allegedly taken by Smith of Henry's murder. Monitors in the courtroom were turned so only the jury could watch, but everyone in court could hear. Relatives of the victims stared down towards the floor and sometimes cried. Smith occasionally took notes, but mostly sat with his hands folded in his lap. An Anchorage detective described each image before the videos were watched. And you're going to see 
uh, Catherine Henry on the floor. Um, she's being strangled by a person with a white, white skin, white hand. Um, and in this video, you're, in the first video, you're not going to hear any, any talking, any, any, anybody talking in the video, just the sounds of uh, the noises being made by Kathleen Henry during the assault. Smith's attorney did not question Detective Lee, but reserved the right to question the detective in the, later in the trial. Prosecutors expect to play what they term Smith's confession today. Smith's attorney says the alleged confessions are just unclear statements made by a, quote, tired man being badgered by police. Now you can find live coverage of the trial as it happens on alaskasnewsource.com. Court is set to resume at 8.30 this morning. We also have live coverage on our news app and our free streaming channels. Remember, some of the trial may involve upsetting images and details. A 23-year-old woman has been sentenced to 99 years in prison with no time suspended for her role in the 2019 murder of Cynthia Hoffman at Thunderbird Falls. That woman, Denali Bremer, believed she'd be paid $9 million by a man she met online for the murder of Cynthia Hoffman. Prosecutors said she should, uh, she should serve a long time in prison. Bremer listened as the prosecuting attorney described what he called the execution of a 19-year-old. Hoffman. Despite the fact that she did not pull the trigger or act alone in the murder, prosecutors said her role was even worse because Hoffman considered Bremer her best friend. Miss Bremer spent time with Cynthia Hoffman. She knew what she was like. She was aware that Cynthia Hoffman was had some mental challenges. And she chose to take Cynthia Hoffman's life for her own personal pleasure and for her own personal benefit. Earlier, Bremer admitted her role in the murder, accepting a plea deal from the state. In Western Alaska, Quick Incorporated reported a, f a fuel sp spill of more than 6,000 gallons of diesel. They say the spill occurred during a diesel fuel tank transfer because of a leak in a transfer pump. The spill contained itself by creating a standing pond on the frozen tundra. The company is working towards surface cleanup. State agencies, including the Alaska Department of Environmental Conservation, are coordinating further response efforts. There have been no reports of the fuel spill reaching any rivers or impacting any wildlife. Different food bank branches from around the state met Monday to talk about food security. The main message was that more people are looking for food. The Food Bank of Alaska's Director of Government Affairs says the need is compounded by several ongoing challenges. The cost of food has continued to rise dramatically. Um, we have seen, obviously, the backlog of SNAP applications. We know that their secondary backlog has started to clear up a lot. It's closer to two or 3,000, it sounds like. Um, we know that number has fluctuated a lot. Um, we've also unfortunately been uh, plagued by uh, a reduced, um, reduced donations from our corporate and individual donors, particularly corporate grocers, as they've uh, tightened up their systems. He says grocers have been able to better predict what they're able to sell, leading to less donated food. The South, uh, Southeast Alaska Food Bank is also working on growing food to give it to people who need it. Um, it's building a greenhouse using money from a state grant, and the Food Bank of Alaska has given them more money to build two more. Coming up on the Morning Edition, we have some all good news. It's a story of love and loss. How a simple request for a shovel uncovered a beautiful and unbreakable bond between mother and son. Windy conditions continue across South Central today with activity expected to subside into the evening. I'll have more details on that. First, the sunrise, 848, sunset, 540, sitting at eight hours and 52 minutes of daylight.
This was the scene at the local Fred Meyer parking lot in Anchorage. The Alaska Superstore is hitting the warnings of the municipality and spent the day removing tons of snow from their roof. According to the municipality, snow removal notices sent out last week. Uh, typical roof snow loads are approaching 90% of the 40 pounds per square foot design load. The MOA estimates there's between 500 and 1,000 buildings in Anchorage that have the roof trusses that still pose a concern. Now, wind is no longer a concern, Aaron, but it was blowing pretty hard last night. Yeah, we're still seeing some locations with those windy conditions, but nowhere near what we did see uh, yesterday and into the overnight hours for parts of South Central. Now, that high wind warning continues for the Anchorage hillside and Turnigan Arm until 9 p.m. Uh, the Anchorage Bowl as a whole, we will still see some uh, breezy, if not windy, conditions this morning with that activity continuing to subside through the day. Uh, those southeasterly winds continue to pump in warmth. We're going to see a high of 44 degrees today, which will be uh, a brand new record. In fact, we've already tied that record high, set back in 1978, uh, of 42 degrees uh, earlier this morning. And you can see temperatures 41 in Anchorage, 25 degrees in Fairbanks, uh, 28 degrees in Juneau. Now, while Anchorage and much of South Central uh, is seeing that persistent uh, windy conditions that we've been dealing with since yesterday. Uh, the main uh, main moisture uh, has been streaming in across uh, the Alaska Peninsula, out towards uh, the Yukon Delta, and then eventually uh, you can see from the Seward Peninsula out towards the Northwest Arctic Borough, we're seeing some of that light snowfall, which will likely transition to some wintry mix through the day as those temperatures continue to warm. So the power of this storm continues uh, to drive in uh, plenty of uh, guff moisture as well as those windy conditions. We've got an area of low pressure uh, that's crossing the peninsula this morning, a ridge of high pressure out towards uh, southeast Alaska, and embedded within that is that easter, uh, easterly, southeasterly flow uh, that is bringing those windier conditions. So winds today will continue for parts of south central. Uh, that activity will gradually subside. And again, if you live along the Anchorage hillside out through Turnigan Arm, uh, you can expect to still hold on to some of those winds gusting upwards of about 70 to 80 miles miles per hour, but within the Anchorage Bull as it's, itself, uh, we'll likely see those winds max out at about 40 uh, to 45 miles per hour. There's that active weather, though, out towards western and southwest Alaska. Uh, notice wind speeds across uh, Anchorage the, or across south central this morning. Now, this is wind speeds and not gust. Uh, you can see the winds themselves have been anywhere from about 5 to roughly 32 miles per hour. Uh, so windy conditions continue for Palmer. You can see that persistent southeasterly flow. Uh, that is our warming winds, and that's why we're going to continue to see temperatures remain uh, fairly warm today across uh, the region. But notice these wind gusts over the next, uh, really, 12 to 24 hours. Uh, you can see this morning into the afternoon hours, the main concern is the hillside out towards uh, Turnigan Arm. But as we head into the afternoon and evening hours, you begin to see those winds uh, beginning to back off across South Central. Uh, so as we head uh, after about noon, you're going to begin to see many areas seeing those winds uh, beginning to quiet down outside of Turnigan Arm. Uh, as well as the Anchorage Hillside. And then overnight into tomorrow, uh, just some light breezy conditions can be expected. And we're going to see uh, much more manageable weather to get outside, uh, maybe continue to shovel off those roofs as uh, those temperatures will be on the warmer side and you want to get some of that snow off. Those temperatures today uh, continuing to climb. We'll see those uh, highs warming into the low to mid 40s uh, for many areas. And again, which will be a record high. That uh, combined with the uh, winds that we've been seeing across South Central uh, continues to lead to some considerable avalanche danger across uh, the region, primarily for turning and pass. Uh, so keep that in mind through the remainder of the day. A high of 44 in Anchorage, 35 degrees in Juneau, 14 degrees can be expected in Ukiavik out towards uh, the Aleutians. You can see those temperatures warming uh, into the low to mid 30s with some areas of wintry
mystery mix looking likely uh, through the remainder of the day. And then what we're going to be watching is we uh, welcome in the remainder of our uh, the rest of this week on into the weekend, those temperatures will continue to remain fairly warm across South Central. We're going to be talking about a high of 37 Wednesday, 34 Thursday, so still staying above freezing uh, as we welcome in the weekend a chance for some snow. Biggest takeaway today outside of the winds will be the potential for some slick roads. All right, thanks, Aaron. They say grief changes shape, but never ends. This next story is sure to pull on your heartstrings, especially if you've lost a parent and wish you could talk to them again. Meet Robert, the touching and the touching reason he pulled into Dave's driveway in need of a shovel. That heart-wrenching story is this morning's All Good News. Sometimes the world can be a cold and lonely place. I just come down here and uh, talk to my mom. She's, she's the only one that really listened to me. And although the sun may shine and we're surrounded by friends, sometimes the only footsteps we see are our own into the unknown. You feel lost? I, I, I do feel lost. When people leave us, all we have are memories. Just come out uh, uh, whenever I can make it down here. You see, 36-year-old Robert comes down here to see his mom. Well, so I'll come down here and talk to my mom and let her know what's going on. Life for Robert without his mom? Her first name was Vivian. Um, she passed about like two and a half years ago. Well, it's been hard. The struggle, when they say the struggle is real, the struggle is real. But uh, without my mom, life's, life's got a, lot, a little bit harder. A lot, a lot harder, but... The universe has a way of allowing you in to be a part of moments. You know, it's funny how life works, right? I'm just backing out of my driveway, nobody around. We've had a lot of snow, and a guy goes, uh, hey, I need to borrow a snow shovel. I'm like, snow shovel? What for? And when he told me, I couldn't get him the shovel fast enough. Robert needed my shovel so he could be close to his mom. So I can borrow the shovel so I can uh, unbury my mom's uh, grave from, for the snow. Vivian's grave below a record anchored snowfall. Robert just wanted to talk. I tell her, I tell her about what's going on in my life. Um... So Robert digging through the snow, digging up what he emotionally misses the most, time with his mom. Try to do my best that I can. Yeah. Try to stay out the way, try to stay out of trouble. But... It's been two and a half years since mom passed from cancer, but like the snow, the pain piles up and doesn't go away. I, I, wish, she, I wish she was still alive because with her, we're more of a family. Without her, I'm just, I'm kind of by myself. Robert seems so sad, but I asked him about a happy memory of mom. Every uh, morning, she'll make pancakes with peanut butter on top. Robert knelt down and quietly talked to his mom, gently laying a warm rose on the cold snow. Still, no solace for his missing moments with her. The sun will rise and the snow glosses over the past, but sometimes living is a bit harder without the ones we loved and loved us. It just hurts. I'm Dave Allgood, and that's... I wait, for, I wait for my mom's phone call every night, to tell you the truth. Even, even though she's not going to call me, I'll, I'll just, my, my day is not completed without, you know, hearing my mom's voice. The Allgood News. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically and stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.